This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back to another episode of Seeing Other People. Together, we're navigating modern dating alongside experts and real life daters who are sharing their stories. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Come learn, laugh, and maybe even cry along with us as we navigate the dating scene together. Okay, well, hello. Do you go by Danny or Danielle now? So I go by Danny, but in work life, I try to go by Danielle, but it doesn't stick. Who are you today? Today I'm Danny, full blown Danny. Danny Cravat. Danny Cravat. Welcome to seeing other people. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I'm so excited. Yeah, I tried to go by Danielle because it sounds more professional and whatnot. But then people get to know me and they're like, "No, you're fully a, a Danny. Danny." I don't even know what that means, but it just it just sticks more. <laughs> I. It's so funny because I was thinking about that. I was like, "Oh, I don't know how I'm supposed to introduce her." No, Danny's perfect. Okay. I've been a Danny my whole life. You have been. Yeah, you have been. So backstory: we go way back, way back, way way back. We grew up together. Yes. Few year age, two year age difference. Yep. Two year age difference, but we always knew each other. Yeah, always. And we were like definitely friends in high school too. Oh yeah, and it just shows you got to be nice to everyone because now we reconnected. Yep. Post college. Yeah, we did. And now we're working together. Yeah, we also went to crazy. college together. Yeah, true. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my God. Small world. Yeah. So, okay. You're here. You're 27. 27. New York City. Living in the city. Single. Single. Single Pringle. How's that going? It's good. I I feel like I really define like the – and I don't want to define myself as like a single girl because that's not what I am. Like I literally used to be called – a boyfriend girl back in the day in college I went from like boyfriend to boyfriend to boyfriend which was not a good thing looking back not a good thing not a bad thing I don't regret anything but I think post-college I was like okay this is my time to really learn how to be on my own you know I was always very reliant on a boyfriend and those emotions and I always thought I like loved myself and was confident but then once I was single and in my 20s it was a whole new level of like learning about myself and being quote unquote single. Like I think honestly, even if you're in a relationship, you can still consider yourself somewhat, you still have to be single and somewhat in the sense of like, you have to be comfortable being by yourself and being independent, like obviously being loyal to a partner, but you have to really learn how to, you know, be comfortable with yourself and spend time alone. And I feel like over the past five years now I've done that. So I feel like I have dated every type of person I've literally the friend that you know has the funny stories um so that's my long-winded answer saying it's good like I definitely enjoyed my time being single um it ebbs and flows where I'm like yeah I'm ready for a relationship but at the end of the day I feel very comfortable with myself as a person I know that will come um just when the time is right I almost cut you off when you said you went from boyfriend to boyfriend in college because (laughs) my Syracuse experience could not have been more different. And I feel like there were two types of people at Syracuse, people who went from boyfriend to boyfriend to boyfriend or people who so badly wanted that like college relationship experience. And for the life of them, it was never going to happen. Yeah. So it's it's funny because I always say I'm really curious what I would have been like in college without a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Like I was still super fun, I would like to think. And I went out and did the typical Syracuse stuff that, you know, and and love but I always wonder kind of what it would have been like because the relationships I were in at times weren't really healthy so a lot of my you know mental real estate was bogged down with that so I wonder and I look back on it now and I'm like what what, how silly was I to be upset about these silly little things oh my god I know um so I'm always wondering like what it would be like to be single in college 
But yeah, hey, live I mean, order. listen, I lived it and um, it's in the past. Yeah. <laughs> it is in the past. But you were single out of college. Yes. So you had that single New York City experience. Yes. Which I think is probably better than oh, being single totally. in college. You're a little more mature, a little totally. older, a little more like, okay, I have to at least somewhat try and be a quote unquote adult, which yeah. like, I don't know about you. I still don't feel like I'm an adult. Depends on the day, honestly. Like I think about myself today versus even I'm 27 now. I think about myself even versus like 25 or 24. Like I'm a totally, totally different Completely different person. Yeah. And I I always think I'm like a very confident person, but it's just – it just totally changed and grew immensely as I got older. I think it's Mm -hmm. more – I just have – it's so like – cliche but like you just learn more based on yeah. who you meet and who you date or who you're friends with and I've definitely had a shit ton oh can I curse absolutely I've had a shit ton of experiences and like stories with dating where I just feel like every time you know something doesn't work out let's yeah. say I I know what the lesson is and it's like that is either what I want or what I don't want you know it in the moment sometimes so I I've had very like sticky situations with men. Like I, I, I feel like I'm the token friend that always ends up with like the douchebag, honestly. Um, and the lessons are always like kind of blurred when it's the guy is not really the sweetest or the nicest. It's mm-hmm. always like, okay, the lesson here is that that's not what I deserve or what I right. want. And I recently, we're no longer seeing each other, but I was recently just seeing this guy and he was totally spectacular, like such a sweetheart and so mature and when he ended things just the other week it was so crystal clear what the lesson was and I was like this is such a standard of like what I deserve like even though he was ending it it was so clear that like I was like shit like I want to be angry at you but I'm not because everything you're saying is so valid and the way he handled it was just so so masculine and he was such a gentleman about it so sometimes it's a blurred line where it's like, what's the lesson? I know there's a lesson there, but recently I had a moment where I was like crystal clear, like this is the lesson. This is the standard that I deserve when I'm dating someone. That's great. Have you ever had a guy tell you from their mouth to your ears, you deserve more? Like not in so many words. Like I've heard, I've heard people say like, it's just not the time for me. And, you know, you're a great girl. So kind of, yeah, like I've heard that you're a great girl speech and I know that it's a load of bullshit. Like I really do. And end of the day, I know I'm a really good person. I know I'm such a lover and a doter and I'm a caretaker in relationships. But when it's coming from a guy, it's just an excuse to get out of it. Like they're trying to deflect and make me feel better about myself. And I'm like, I don't need you to do that. Like I just, all I ask in a partner is honesty and I don't need you to, to deflect about me as a person to make yourself feel better about ending it. Do you think the reason they're ending it matters? Like, do you wish they were just like genuinely honest or were just like, it's over and then covered it up with whatever nice words they want to say? I rather than be brutally honest yeah. because I'm I'm a girl. At the end of the day, I'm going to overthink things. Like, even if they're being honest. That was straight like, out of a TikTok. Yeah. I'm a girl. <laughs> I'm a girl. I'm going to oh, overthink yeah, I'm things. I'm a girl. I'm going <laughs> to overthink. I love that trend, honestly. Yeah, I'm a girl. I'm going to overthink yeah. things. And... The issue, not, not the, thing, the thing with me, not even issue is like, even if I'm overthinking something, like I'm very aware that like I'm overthinking. Yeah. I'm like, he was so honest with me, but my mind's going to go in this path. But right. I'm also very aware that like I'm being ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I'd rather them be honest no matter how much it hurts. But also with this situation that happened recently, it was very valid reasons why he was ending it. And he was so truthfully honest. And it really did have nothing to do with me and more of like where he was in a place of mm-hmm. in his life. Um, and I totally respected that. Like I've just had guys beat around the bush and be like, I see us more as friends. Like, shut up. Like, yeah, no, we're you not don't. here for friendship. Yeah, like, we like, don't... yeah, we never started as friends. Yeah. Like we're not going to be friends. So in that case, I'd rather just be honest and just even if it's not even if it's a me thing and they don't like me, just like be like, look, you're you're not really for me. That's fine. I'm yeah. not going to be for everyone when it comes to friends, relationships. Like, I'm not going to be for everyone, and that's okay. Yeah. And, and not everyone is going to be for you. Yeah. And that's so fine, too. And half the time, it's not like there's something wrong with them. It's just like, not a fit. Right. And there are, it's so funny because my friends and I always say, like, if I went out with someone who I didn't like or vice versa, like, set them up with your friends. Like, yeah. Your friends could very much like them also I mean you could also go the other way where it's like yeah but if you and your friends are so similar you're probably gonna like the same guys but that's not the case like I've had situations where you know two of my best girlfriends one of them out with a guy she didn't really like him and passed her on not 
past you know what I mean pass pass him off to the friends and I think it's a nice thing to do because it's kind of like your friend is vetting the guy yeah we're all in this together why not help each other yeah it's interesting you're close friends Mm -hmm. what's the split between in relationships single what's going on there so I have two best friends who are married but they've been married for like years honestly they've been dating their their husbands for nine plus years which is so crazy um Right now, I would say it's more in relationship. If I look at like all my friends, like different like groups and yeah. whatnot, and, like people from all walks of life um, that I'm friends with, but I would say more in relationships um, than single. But the girls who are single, I, I don't even know how to word this, so I'm gonna stop my in my tracks here and think about it. No, I would just say that most of us, most of them are in relationships, mm-hmm. but it's across like different friend groups where it doesn't feel overbearing that like all your friends are in relationships yeah. if that makes sense yeah because I know that could be an issue if you know one solid friend group everyone's in a relationship except for one person you know I have friends from camp school home so it's like it feels very spread out even though majority of them are in relationships as opposed to like oh we're all doing a Friendsgiving or Christmas Hanukkah dinner and right. everyone has their plus ones and then you show up by yourself and you're like oh right right I'm 11th wheeling 100 <laughs> percent. so yeah, yeah I don't I never really feel like that I also my friends who are in relationships are so just stable in their relationships and truly like picture perfect images of like healthy relationships so when I'm around them I'm not like oh I'm the single one here like I'm never going to treat myself as like the token single because that's the stupidest shit ever like you're not going to be single forever that's such a silly way to define yourself and I love being around them if anything it just inspires me and teaches me even more lessons on what is out there and you know that there are really good guys out there because my friends are dating and married to like the most incredible guys I hope you're watching this guys because you really are incredible way to be great keep keep being great no you are (laughs) no I think that's so true and so great and it's so easy to say like oh well everyone else in a relationship why am I not but especially you know you mentioned they're all great like that's amazing you guys know that I struggle with confidence I'm always my biggest critic and when I notice something about myself that I don't like I can't stop fixating on it I'm working on all of this but it can be hard. A year ago, I noticed that my hair was thinning and I was finding more and more strands of hair on the floor every time I would walk around my apartment. When I would look down in the shower, I would freak out at what I saw in the drain. That's when I opened up to my best friend who happens to be a doctor and she said two things that changed my life. The first was that she knows so many women our age going through the same thing. The second is that she told me to try Nutrafol and so I did. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. A year later and a month before my wedding, and I cannot believe the number of people who have been complimenting how long, strong, and healthy my hair looks. I never imagined that this would happen. And naturally, as a result, my confidence has transformed. I'm no longer self-conscious when it comes to my hair. And honestly, that is a huge, huge, huge personal win for me. And you guys know I'm hilariously bad at sticking with habits and taking something every day or doing something every day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online with no prescription required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure that you'll never miss a day. You'll see results in three to six months. And trust me, it is worth the wait. You can start so easily by taking their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the Seeing Other People family $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code Seeing Other People. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code Seeing Other People. That's Nutrafol.com promo code Seeing Other People. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned in therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. 
They started Presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a Presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone, Presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated, and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years, and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from. And if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. It, it's inspiring. It gives you hope. Like, yeah. okay, the, if these people are all out there and they found their person and I also like know and love their people and I'm similar to their people, then I'm also going to find my person. And, yeah. you know, I lived with one of my best friends and her now husband. I lived with them. That's crazy. And I was just surrounded by them when I couldn't have been more single, but it didn't make me sad. It made me hopeful. It gave me yeah. comfort. And it was so wonderful to look at what a healthy relationship totally. was. I think also it's it's how comfortable you are with yourself. Like I like I totally agree with the statement that comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. And I think if you're looking at, you know, your friends who are in relationships and your friends who, you know, are seeing someone and maybe you're not, like, yeah, you can be jealous, but literally it's like a green enemy. Like you don't want to be jealous. It's just yeah. gonna bring in negative energy into your life. And I heard this saying, the grass is always greener on the side you water it. Yes. And I heard that recently for the first time. I heard that from um Joe's wife from first round. That, that would be you yeah. too. Oh my god, that, so that may funny. have been in my episode. Oh, that's so funny. Or well, she said she it said in a meeting. Time. Yeah, and I literally she said was it like, in my episode. That's when I heard it. Yeah, wow. I wrote it down because I was so shout obsessed with it. Yeah, shout out Hannah, you're incredible. Literally, like changed my thought process because yeah, the grass is always greener, but you know you can look at it that way, but spend time on the side you're on and the yeah. grass of the plot of land that you're on and water the hell out of it, and yeah. it'll be freaking spectacular. Yeah, even like with you, we were talking before we started recording about how like we both work for ourselves and you were saying like you maintain your structure for yourself you wake up at 7 a.m every day and like go and do the things that you need to do for you to feel good and like yeah. you're spending time investing in yourself and taking yes. care of yourself 100 percent. you're watering your own grass i'm watering my i'm pouring buckets we love it water on my grass. <laughs> love it okay what has been going on lately in your dating life what are the dates you're going on like okay. what are the apps like right now for you <laughs> um so I I was seeing someone from like the middle of the summer to just like last week or something so fresh fresh news but and I took a break from dating honestly I think I usually you know when I like someone I put all my eggs in one basket I put the whole fucking farm yeah, in a basket like, yeah like everyone's like you should date around and whatnot and you know when I like someone like in the beginning I was you know going on other dates but it got to the point where it was just because I felt like I had to be doing it because like yeah. cultural standards but I was it's like, also exhausting it's, it's exhausting. tiring and it takes up a night of your there. week yeah. yeah I'm like screw this and I and so I was seeing this guy for a little bit of time and this was the one who was like super mature the way he ended it and totally respected his honesty um so now I'm back on the apps I I didn't delete the apps because yeah. we weren't we weren't there yet we didn't have that conversation were but you hoping to a hundred percent and I the way this whole thing started is I kind of you know approached the conversation by saying not what are we but like let's start doing like double dates and things like that I just wanted yeah. to kind of get to that next level because it was moving really slow which I wanted which I wasn't used to. I'm mm -hmm. usually like hot and heavy, fiery, and then ends overnight. So I wasn't on the apps by choice, not because we had a conversation about what we were. It was just I wasn't into dating anyone else. I like yeah. to devote my attention to one person. Shoot me. Like everyone's always like, you got to go on other dates. Don't put your eggs in one no, basket. it's hard but too. It's and hard. It's also – it's emotionally taxing. It is. And it feels like a job. It feels like a job. And you can't actually give people a fair chance always when you're doing that. A hundred percent. Right. And I actually saw I saw your clips from your episode of Life in Progress and how you were saying like you guys didn't follow the rules. Yeah. And I feel like it's a mental battle with a lot of girls my age. It's like and my friends and I talk about it all the time where it's like 
do we follow the rules or just like go with our gut and like what we're feeling? And it got to the point, at least the past few years where I'm like, I'm going to date how I want to date. Like, I'm not going to follow these rules where it's like, don't text him after the date. Or, you know, I used to literally be like, should I text him after the date? And now I'm like, screw it. If I want to talk to him, like I'm going to text him. And I was never the one to shy away from going up to a guy in a bar. So I was like, why am I suddenly right. taking these rules into account when I've never done that before? And you texting somebody after a date that you had a great time and thanking them, that is never going to be the reason that they decide, nah, yeah. not into it's Danny so, anymore. Yeah, it's no, so, she texted me first. It's Bye. so true. And also I realized I the person I'm going to be with and end up with, they're going to love every aspect of yeah. me. Like, And they're not going to be like, oh, she's too forward. Like, right. They're going to like that I'm super forward yeah. and aggressive and whatever words you want to call me. Yeah. So back on the apps, um, they're tough. Like they're just, it's crazy. I feel like like every once in a while it gives you like a good batch of just like really eligible bachelors. And then yeah. it's just like, like bad, <laughs> not to be me. It's bad. It's not, it's not it. Sometimes I go in phases where I delete it and then I go back on it. Um, but what I mean, apps are you using? Hinge and um, Raya, but I haven't even gone on a date from Raya. It's like literally window shopping. Yeah. But it's fun. It's fun yeah. window shopping. Hinge I've had the most success on. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, I would like to meet someone in person and have that organic thing. But like, that's also bullshit. Like at the end of the day, if you want to meet someone, you have to put effort into it. So yeah, I'm going to be on the apps and people are so anti that, but it's just, how are you going to meet people? Yeah. You got to like, do it. I'm going out. I'm doing all the things where you can naturally meet people too. Yes. Like I'm doing that. I sit at cafes not to like meet people, but like I'm not hiding in my apartment and hoping to get a date from just like swiping. Like I right. still am doing all the things, but yeah, I think why not? There have been so many successful relationships from dating apps. Yeah. You got to be on the apps, but not only rely on the apps, which no, is exactly yeah, what you're No, doing. no, 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 yeah. no, no. You got to be a social butterfly. Yeah. And fly. What would you change about apps if you could change anything? Okay. Not what I would change, honestly, but what I like about certain apps that not all apps do is that it only shows you a certain amount of guys a day. Yes. Like I think when you have so so much access to so many guys or girls or whatever you're interested in, it's like it's like another social media platform where you're just like scrolling and your fingers swiping or Xing or harding like crazy. I think it makes it more meaningful when you only have a select amount. And also it's just for the sake of like getting off your phone more. Yeah. Cause there are times where I can catch myself like literally like looking at hinge and I'm still going not like to hate on hinge, like love hinge. I use you all the time, but it's like, you can get stuck on it. Like a social, like, like TikTok. hundred percent. It's, and it's addicting and it's better when it's just like an app where you can go, okay, you'll scroll through six guys, boop. And then you get it in like 12 hours later. Yeah. And you're done for the day. And you're done for the day. And then you're actually paying closer attention to what's on these people's profiles. Right. Thinking about them instead of just like mindlessly swiping. I've always said, right. I think the free versions of dating apps are better to use mm. because you're paying for unlimited likes. You're paying yeah. for, to be able to see everyone you're paying to be sucked in and feel yeah. more burnt out from dating and feel worse about yourself. So it's okay to only have a few options served to you a day. Like even the fact that right. you get those is wonderful. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So I don't know what I would change. I would just encourage yeah. all to make it more limited just so people can really focus on who they're being presented. Can I see your profile? I want to see your prompts. Yeah. Wait, it's in my back. Hold on. I got you. Let's go to my hinge. And yeah, be honest. I will. Okay. All right. So first picture is a picture just of her beautiful self. Um, love Thank that you, you can just like see how you clearly look here. Thank um, you. you should not go out with me if you won't kill the spider. Yeah. If I had that on my profile, Jake and I would not be engaged right now. <laughs> that that one gets a lot of responses, but the responses are like, don't worry, baby, I got you. And it's uh, like, it's no. like jail. Oh, it's no. like, I don't want a, any part of that. I want someone to message you being like, I won't kill the spider, but like we'll cry in the corner together. Or like won't like won't kill the spider, but like we'll buy you drinks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like Agreed. that's clever. Agree. Even though I don't yeah. drink, but Jake that's and I do story. always say this is going to be the downfall of our relationship. Why? Because he's a, he's scared of We're spiders. We're both terrified. Like absolutely terrified. Yeah, that's not great for me. No. Even when no. there's there's been like some questionable bugs. I won't name names in here since you're here right now, but not, not in months. Ready to go. Um, I've had to call neighbors when he's home. Cause he won't do it either. Yeah. No, I'm petrified yeah. of spiders. It's something I need to get over. Ooh, we got a nice personality pick in here. Yeah, like a, a little gorgeous, cheeky like, wedding pick. Love. 
I'm convinced that I know every lyric to every song. Me too. Yep. Um, and then we got like It's a, funny because then people comment like, what about this song? And I'm like, some, I literally don't know picks. that song. <laughs> um, and we'll get along if you pick the restaurant. Uh, yeah, because I hate to admit it. I'm a little, I'm not indecisive, but i rather just you take the lead there. I feel that. Yeah. Okay. So some feedback. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to rock. I think you look really pretty. Thank you. <laughs> Your prompts don't say that much about you. Yeah, you're. That's true. You're. I literally haven't changed it. You're afraid of spiders. You <laughs> know a lot of words to songs, and you can't pick a restaurant. So you sound like I every sound- girl that I know. <laughs> I honestly, I haven't changed. I changed the photos. I haven't changed the prompts since after my ex-boyfriend, which was literally five years ago when I created this. I think it might be time. This is vintage. To do an update. Wow. This is a vintage hinge profile. Wow. I feel honored yeah. to, be, to be holding yeah. it. Um, I think I think we could add a little more. A little more zest. Yeah. Even okay. Something as simple as like, I'm convinced, like, I know every lyric to every song, like, try me. Or like, <laughs> like what? A, yeah. Yeah. Like, a little prompts for What's them. your favorite? Mm-hmm. So like, what, like, what song, what's your go-to? So okay, that you okay. know everywhere too. Like something okay. like that. Asking them a question. Okay. We love like asking them a question. Um, we'll get along if you pick the restaurant. Like, <laughs> I love what's your favorite. I love sushi being spot? called out. Like, truly, it's, I love it. I got it's you. so funny. It's necessary. Yeah. Um, we'll get along if you pick the restaurant. Bonus points if it's Thai or if Cute. it's sushi. Like, what's your go-to spot? Screw so. the rest of my day. I'm updating my hinge a second. I guess. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, like add more of you in it. Okay. I think the pictures show a lot of personality and are great. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating. And my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right. All right. I know that everyone has their hands up and I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed 
bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off farmer-owned, Vermont-grown Sunset Lake CBD. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. I actually really love the pictures. I wouldn't change them at all. Oh, I think love that. that this is a perfect type of first picture where you see you. No confusion. Clearly, no confusion. Yeah. No, who is she? Yeah. No, no sunglasses. Nope. Like you're smiling. You look pretty. You look happy. Yes. I like it. Thank I you. Like it. So okay, I'm going to work on my prompts. And I'm going to send work them on your to prompts, you later. Send them to me. Maybe, okay. maybe when this comes out, we'll like do a review on the story. Yeah, get that would be good. Voting on them. Love it. Love that. Okay. <laughs> Put that away. What? I need to hear like date fails or crazy dating stories that you've had because I've heard you've, you've had a lot. Um, well, I've just been like love bombed like one too many times. But I would think one that just popped into my head is before I go on a date, my mom always asks me like, what do they sound like? Like, have you heard their voice? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like, no, <laughs> like, obviously not. Like, we're just texting. We're communicating via text. Um, which is so funny because she's like, back in the day, like we obviously we spoke on the phone and things like that. I'm like, she must be a huge fan of the voice prompt. No, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even think she knows that's a thing, but I'll teach her that one day. But she used to always ask me, like, what does his voice sound like? And I'm like, Mom, I don't, I don't know. And it made me realize, like, that is so crazy that yeah. we don't know what these guys sound like before we go on a date. So I was going on a date. Oh my god! And I walk in, and he's like six four, like hunky. He was like very, very good looking. And he opened his, his mouth, and it's like that the scene in the movie. Um, ugh, what movie is it? I'm gonna blank out. That is the story of my life, right there. What? Yeah, well, you can't. completely <laughs> like. So it's when the two the two women are on the beach chairs, and the guys like all like hunky and comes over, and he's like, "What's up, ladies? Yeah. <laughs> what movie is that? I know what you're talking about. Just but go with it." Maybe. Yeah, maybe that. Oh, I don't know. Oh my god! But I literally, he opened his mouth and he was like, "Hey, what's up? I'm." I forgot his name, honestly. Like helium. Yeah, helium. Oh, no. And I could not stop <laughs> thinking about my mom throughout the whole day. I was like, I cannot wait to call her after, because it just it's it made me be like, okay, maybe I should be getting on the phone with these people before. And like, look, if you have a silly voice, like that's totally fine. It personally made me not attracted to the person. Yeah. Um, he was a great guy, but I just I couldn't really get over it. It was too heliumy for me. But it's also just was, like a shock to the system because you're not expecting it. Not expecting it. Right. Not and expecting it also just really showed me that, like you are literally Maybe you're strangers. really going out with a stranger. Yeah. What are your thoughts on actually I go back and forth where I'm like, I want to, you know, get out of the Jewish scene where it's, you know, everyone who's in like Michigan, Syracuse, Maryland, like those schools and really just go out with someone who doesn't know anything about me, doesn't know my past. But then also I was just seeing someone who, you know, wasn't in the scene so much, but was Mm -hmm. like, we had a lot of mutual friends and it also felt very comfortable, comfortable and comforting. So what are, what's your opinion on like dating someone who's, you know, totally removed from, you know, our Northeast Jew scene? 
Yeah, I think there's no like right or wrong way to do it. One is not better than the other. I think it's great to try both and Mm -hmm. see what sticks. I did date somebody who completely I dated a few people who were like completely different worlds Mm -hmm. away. No, like literally no mutual friends. I had like a foreigner moment. Wow. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun. (laughs) And there were like, it was exciting and it was so different and it like took me out of my comfort zone. And I feel like I learned, like I got out of my bubble and I learned a lot more about like other places and just other groups of people and stuff. But there was that missing I don't think it was necessarily a problem in the relationship, but I I think like looking down the line, had it gone on longer, I would have felt maybe a disconnect or like, oh, well, maybe we actually like want to end up in really different places. Yeah. You know, so I think it's definitely worth exploring. Totally. Even if just for the experience, if it doesn't go anywhere, like you'll still again, like you'll know exactly what the lessons are. You'll learn so much. Um, but there is so something to that comfort. Yeah. And I've experienced both too. And I, I like both and I, I don't know yeah. what I will land on. When, I thought of another. Yeah. It's a funny story. It's a little inappropriate. Can we be inappropriate? We can be inappropriate. But first my mutual friend that I did like a reference check on Jake with was Helena Rosen. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. See, we always come back to each other. Exactly. Us monk chicks. Yep. Um, this was in my foreigner phase. Okay. I, it just happened like random. You had a whole like, phase? I had a phase. It was okay. just for like a, probably like two months. Nothing wow. ever came out of these. It was just like guys I went on dates with. But I was sitting at Soho House one like Friday with two of my girlfriends just working and it was super crowded. And this guy, <laughs> this is so funny. My family loves this story and the fact that I'm telling you right now is I'm excited. kind of messed up. But this guy comes and sits down with us and he's in town from London and we're just like shooting the shit, chatting and make a long story short, we ended up going on a date the next night. He was cute, like not my typical type, but like he had the London vibe and yeah. it was just like it a helps. fun, it was like a meet cute. It was like sitting yeah. at Soho House, it was a vibe. Um, we go on a date, totally hit it off, like great vibes, like smooching here and there. And he was like, he kept saying like, let's go dancing, let's go dancing. I'm like, we don't go, we don't go dancing, dancing here. here. And also like, what? it was like pouring oh rain. I didn't really want to like continue the night. Where would you even have, like, where were you No, it was go? like, I, when I tell you, like, the sky was vomiting water. Like, it was <laughs> torrential downpouring. And I was like, I'm not, one, I'm not going dancing. Like, trust me, I like to dance, but like, not in like that setting. And I was like, whatever. I don't really want this night to end, but I don't really want to go dancing. So I was like, let's just go back to my apartment and we'll like have some wine. This is like back when I was drinking. I don't drink anymore, which is a whole thing. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, we'll go back and have some wine and just like talk, whatever. So we go back to my apartment and we're playing, um, let's fucking date. Yeah. Which honestly I've played on a lot of dates, which is great. And we're playing it. And then you'll love what we're about to play. Okay. I can't wait. And like my friends literally borrow it from me. I'm like, just get it. Um, and we're playing the game and I automatically just like put the cards down. I was like, I have to ask you a question that's not on the cards. And he's like, what? I go, are you circumcised? I'm crying. He's from London. Like, whatever. I'm crying. And he goes, he, like, looks at me, like, kind of like I have, like, foreheads. And, like, he's, like, probably thinking American chicks are bizarre. And he was, like, no, I'm, I'm not circumcised. And I was, like, I have to, I have to see your penis. Like, I've never, <laughs> I was, like, I've never seen, I've never seen an uncircumcised penis, like, only on Google. Like, I'll, I feel like you've probably looked up an uncircumcised penis on Google. Can like, confirm. Every, yeah, everyone's done it. I was, like, I have to see it. Okay. So he's like pulling down his he pants. Just drops his pants. He just drops his pants. And like, I didn't do anything with it. Like, I didn't yeah. want to do anything with looked. it. I just wanted to look. And he like was like, oh, okay, like now what? And I'm like, that's it. Like, <laughs> and then he literally left like 10 minutes later and we never spoke again. Oh my God. Yeah. He just, I was, I was so curious. I understand. <laughs> and I'm never going to see that guy again. I under- like, who cares? <laughs> I, <laughs> one of my best friends and I after right after college we went on a trip to London and France <laughs> together and we somehow we were at a pub and we met these two guys and we started talking to them and first of all we thought they were the best of friends like we thought they had also come together and like yeah. known each other their whole lives or like for 10 years whatever and like we're there together um we end up spending like the whole night with them. Like we were like saying like, want, like frolicking the streets of London until like 5am with them. Yeah. Um, we end up getting like breakfast with them the next day. Did you have a sleepover? So, we had a sleepover. So <laughs> two things. One, one of them is a Jewish Brit. Okay. We love that. And that was mine. 
Yes. And I was very excited about that. Big win. Wonderful. Sorry to your fiance right now. And the other one <laughs> was not Jewish. So that question came up too. And oh, he yeah. was, guy was not wildly circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the funniest thing ever. Punchline. Turns out they had also met each other that night. Oh. At like a pregame. My God. Like they were not friends. I love And they ended up nights. spending their entire trip with, like not their entire trip. They literally for four days, they canceled all their plans. They took us all around London. Like it was the I, like most like funniest thing ever. I love that. My friends and I always say the nights where you don't have any plans and yeah. you just like go sit at a dinner end up being the best nights yes. because you end up meeting such like I can think of a few nights where I've literally had my friends and I were just talking about this. Like what are nights that really stand out to you? And it's always the nights where we just like go out for maybe a drink or a dinner and then you end up like meeting random people and spending the whole night yes. with them and I still am friends with some of these guys that I've had those nights with like so not funny. even like not even like sexual just like, or anything just like, like straight platonic meet. like friends yeah, yeah. and it's it, those are the best yeah one of my birthdays um my Jesse Chasson and I went mm-hmm. out um and we tried to go to oh, what's that club that starts with an M on the like West Village area I don't know why I'm liking. I also don't go to clubs. So that makes <laughs> I'm like sense. club rat? Um, <laughs> whatever. So we couldn't get in. Okay. They wouldn't let us in. Um, this was like my 25th birthday. They won't let us in. So we go to some, like, we ended up going to a random bar nearby. And we ended up, there was a table of these, like, six, five Australian dudes next Love. to us. We ended up, like, hanging out with them all night. Like, completely platonic. But it was just, like, so, so fun. fun. It's and so fun. And random. It's the best. Those yeah. are the best nights ever. Yeah. They I'm are. in the mood for one of those nights. It's, it's time. <laughs> it's We're due. Time. Okay. Game time. Game time. All right. Let's so, do it. where do you draw the line? The best game. Um, I've played it with Jake. I played it with friends. I played it. I haven't played it on dates. I guess dates with Jake, but you will play it on dates. Yeah, I will um, play it on dates and report back. Exactly. Okay. So there are two types of cards here. Oops, there's take the plunge and dip your toes. Okay. And on each card, there is a scenario. Okay. And the options for you and we'll both play. Okay. The options to respond are deal breaker, red flag, indifferent, or that's me. Okay. Ready? Yep. Cool. Sounds easy. Do you want to dip your toes or take the plunge? I'm going to take the plunge. Go for it. <laughs> what would your bag... <laughs> I, can't... I can't read. What would your best friend say is the biggest red flag about you? Oh, that's a wild card. So that's an open-ended answer. <laughs> oh, an open-ended answer? Yeah. Okay. What would my best friend say? <laughs> I love that you pulled that one. <laughs> red flag is... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Do you want to text them and ask? No, like, should I? <laughs> Do it. We'll, we'll, we'll report back. Okay. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. I'm going to text in my group chat. Will you hold this? Yes. Guys. What podcast? <laughs> what is my biggest red, red flag? Respond now. Flag. <laughs> Respond we can, now. We can table it and go back to it in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, they'll get back to me. I love it. <laughs> the- Wait. Before we get back, in the meantime, sober. I want to hear about oh, that. Oh, yeah. So sober is a stretch because California I, sober. I, yeah, I sip like here and there. But honestly, I'm checking if they respond. Stop working, girls. Um, <laughs> I honestly, I was never like the biggest drinker. Like I was just like a social drinker. Yeah. Like I go out and drink, obviously. But, you know, I was never like the one getting blackout. I was very, always very coherent. And in the spring or like late last winter I just got to the point where I was waking up and like yeah this is a hangover but not even the hangover I was just like getting so anxious about things in my life that I was never anxious about like friends family job boys and like I I just am not an anxious person I've never had anxiety so when I started to feel those feels I was like fuck this and it wasn't like I'm like oh I'm gonna go cold turkey and cut it out it just slowly started to I just started to go out and go to dinner and not order a drink. The biggest yeah. test for me is I was in Tulum for Remy's Bachelorette, one of my best friends, and I wasn't – I ordered a drink, and then I was like, wait, I don't even want this. And so I didn't drink the whole entire weekend, and it just really showed me that I can even be in Tulum for my best friend's Bachelorette and still have the most incredible time. And it kind of just stuck since then. Like I started going out and my thing is I love to hold hold something when I'm out. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. So I just started holding a seltzer with lime. Like no one knows the difference. It could be a vodka soda for all you know. Yeah. And I I don't want to like count days of how many days I haven't drank because I think that can be get a little unhealthy, at least for me. So like I love the taste of gin martini. So like when my friend orders one, like I have a sip of it because I like the taste of it, but I don't yeah. need a whole one. So I don't call myself sober. I just kind of 
don't drink, drink, if that makes sense. And it's been very interesting um, dating and I was going to say, yeah, what's that been like? Um, so I – I go back and forth on – I just kind of feel out the situation. Like sometimes I give the guy a heads up and I'm like, hey, by the way, I don't drink because first dates are usually drinks. Like yeah. for example, I'm going on a date tonight actually and I didn't let him know that I don't drink. But we're going to a bar and I think it's crazy because when you tell someone you don't drink, they instantly think you're like a raging alcoholic. So it's weird to like text women like, hey, like I'm so down for drinks but like by the way, I don't really drink. I say like parentheses, like a lifestyle choice. And I've had people even ghost me because of it. I mean, wow. that speaks volumes to yeah, them. Exactly. You know what? Like, They're saving you time. Oh, yeah. I literally like, didn't think twice yes. about that. Yeah. But it's just interesting that that it's that's, al- that's always like the first conversation of a date is like when I get when I sit down, they're like, oh, why don't you drink? Is it like a personal thing? And I'm like, it's literally just because I don't want to. Yeah. And I'm still dabbling with the idea of, you know, do I want to drink or do I want to, do I not want to drink? And I literally decide when I'm in the moment on the date or out for dinner or out with my friends. And I usually end up not drinking. I love that. And you know what? I think it's great that you're not like saying this is the way it's going to be for yeah. like, you'll go through seasons of yeah. different things. And like, I'm sure you'll sometimes like want a champagne toast, like, totally. you know, and it's okay to feel good about wanting to do that in the moment. Right. And it's okay to also to decide. No. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Even for, my friend's wedding Remy's wedding the other weekend I was after the ceremony I was like oh I'm like kind of feeling like a little like glass of wine or something yeah. and then when I went to the bar to order it I was like nah. fuck it I want a seltzer and yeah. I was so happy with it I love that yeah that's amazing it's been great and, and then I, you wake up the next day oh I good. feel amazing yeah yeah it's really good goals I'm happy about it love it what's the answer okay <laughs> oh yeah here we go oh my god <laughs> my friend Lauren goes don't yell at me for saying this but your way or the highway okay okay we've had this we've had this conversation before oh now they're going okay oh my god my we've had this conversation before and i'm just gonna justify this i only think it's my way or the highway in the sense where it's like maybe this is my red flag that i'm justifying it but if i don't want to go out or i don't want to do a plan i'm not doing it good for you like you can't convince me i and like everyone I know needs more of that. And I think I would maybe, maybe not Lauren, tell me if yeah. <laughs> tell me if there's other things we need to talk about. But like, that's kind of how I roll. Like if I'm not in the mood to go to that dinner or I'm not in the mood to go out or I'm just, I want to stay home or do my own thing. Yeah. I'm not, I, you cannot convince me. That's. I won't have I FOMO. Wish. Yeah. I won't have FOMO. Like I, I will have JOMO. Yeah. Joy. I love Jomo. Joy. Joy. I love Jomo. <laughs> I've gotten a lot better this year at saying yeah. no or like, for example, like last night I, I had dinner plans and I texted my friend halfway through the day. I was like, listen, like I am not in a good mood today. I just, I know if I see you, I'm just going to like complain the entire time and like yeah. not actually like show up as my best self. And like, yes. I would love to like be happy and have a great time when I see you. So like, can we reschedule? Yes. And so we canceled That's our plans. So and, and tonight I have dinner plans again. And I was like, you know what? Like, are you guys down for like a cozy night on the couch with yes. pajamas and we order in? Because oh, I'm like, I'd love so that, but I don't want to like go to a restaurant. Yes. And so I feel like I'm proud of myself for doing, like finding a middle ground, not being afraid yes. to cancel plans and just knowing that people will understand. And if yeah. they don't, like, whatever, they can get over it. Right. And I also think it's the people you surround yourself with. Like, there's never yeah. been a time where, like, I surround myself with – I have the best friends, the best family ever. Like, I truly love to surround myself with people who just understand me. Yeah. And when I do cancel on a plan or I just don't want to do something, like, I'm obviously not taking it personally when my friend says you're aware of the highway because at the end of the day, I know she's the most accepting of me. And if I cancel on her, she's not like, screw you. This is so annoying. Right. She's like – you do your thing. Yeah, like I get, I get it. And I think it speaks volumes to the people you surround yourself with if they are giving you shit totally. for, you know, not doing something that they want to do. When my friends cancel on me and they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I'm so proud of you. I'm like, like, please, like, go, go. I'm like, please you. cancel on me yeah, more, honestly. Because like, then it also empowers me to cancel back on yeah, them. No. I love it. My I friend Rachel it. always says, she's like, isn't it the best when, like, someone cancels before you cancel? Yes. <laughs> I, that's, the, like, a euphoric feeling. Literally. <laughs> All right, that's the only one we got. All right. They're being shy. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's dip our toes. They're bad at texting back. Deal breaker, red flag, indifferent, or that's you. Um, I think that's a red flag. Um, I feel definitely not me. I feel like I'm very, very good at communication. I think 
I think when it comes to like the work day, that if you're busy at work, like you don't need to be doing constant back and forth. But yeah. I think if someone really likes you, guy or girl, they're going to make the effort. So I wouldn't say it's a total deal breaker because at the end of the day, you're still getting to know the person, at least in like the initial dating phase. Yeah. But if it's at the point where it's progressing and they're still not being super communicative where it's like past the point of like getting to know each other, that would turn into a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Agreed. And I also think a big thing to pay attention to and it becomes a red flag if they were a good texter and then they stop being a good texter. Well, texter. I think that's screaming. Any change like, in communication style, yeah. like that's something to pay attention to. I yeah. think for me, a bad texter, if you're a bad texter from the beginning, I'm like, okay, you know what? This is how they do it. They make the plans. We, mm-hmm. we don't text that much in between. I was always okay with that. Yes. But if it was like a lot at first and then it scaled back a little after we saw each other, I would just spiral out of control and self-sabotage. That's that's kind of what I think too. And I think it's hard because there's so many different definitions of like a bad texter. Yeah. Like for example, I think if I think it's not great and I've done this so many times where you're ferociously texting the person you're seeing 24-7 FaceTiming. Like I think that creates a false like narrative in your head that things are moving faster. Yeah. And I've been guilty of this so many times to the point where I realize that. But it's also – the other end of the spectrum is like if they're not being communicative and you've gone on a few dates and you're still only talking to plan dates, like mm-hmm. that's 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 not something I want. Like I want right. to continue to get to know you even when we're not seeing, not seeing each other. Totally. That doesn't mean I need you. I don't I don't care what you're having for lunch. I don't right. need to hear that. Like I don't care what sandwich yeah. you got, but yeah. I want to stay up to date on your day to day and things like that. Totally. Okay. All right. Take the plunger, dip your toes. I'll dip my toe this Do time it. around. I went super hardcore last. Their Instagram is mostly selfies. Okay, for a guy, so this is me. <laughs> it's not only me. Like I post with friends too, but um, when it comes to dating someone, if it's if it's a guy who only posts selfies, I would say that's a red flag. I think it's just way. weird. I think it's just weird. Yeah. Not even a not, not even a red flag or a deal breaker. I think it's, it's just, just weird. weird. Yeah, like girls like that's their vibe. I feel yeah. like on Instagram, which is fine. I'm like patting myself. I'm like it's okay. It's okay that you do You're that. Like, I'm, that's not my that's red not, flag. That's not my red flag. I'm okay. But my friends aren't gonna mention guy, that. Yeah, no, a guy. I think it's. I think it's a little strange. Yeah. Like my mind instantly went to like the gym rat who's posting like yeah, the, which I haven't gone out with <laughs> something like that. But all right, take the plunge. They hate their exes. For oh. me, that was definitely a red flag because I had gone out with guys who would call their exes crazy and psycho, and then I over time realized, <laughs> oh, there's a reason because now I'm their next crazy psycho ex because their behavior manipulative. Made me this way. And yep. I was never this way before. I've and I have had, not been this way since. Yep. And so, yeah, sometimes there are shitty exes out there. And, and that's okay. I think it it's really about, like, how they talk about their ex and what yeah. they say. And if it's, like, a constant thing that's brought up and all these different examples. But then then I guess maybe I'm a walking red flag because I hate <laughs> my ex and talk shit about it. And maybe Jake thinks, like, whoa, well, Anna's going to make me crazy next. <laughs> like, I don't know. But to me, in my experience, it could red flag slash like ask more questions about it yeah I agree I think I mean I've had I've had some nasty breakups yeah. and no matter how nasty they are I don't want bad blood like my yeah. me and my ex-boyfriend like the nastiest type of it could be a book of how nasty it was between the both of us but he's like in, he's engaged now and I'm like good for you guys yeah. like I would I I won't I don't think I'll be saying nice things but I won't be saying mean things I will yeah. just be saying like Wish you the best. Live your life. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm going to take the the plungy. They frequently go to clubs with you. I don't really go to clubs. Without you. Oh, without. I don't know how to read, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) They frequently go to clubs without you. Mm. Like, kind of like a deal breaker. I think that's a deal breaker for me, too. Like, why do you want to go out without me? Yeah. I'm fine. So, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And, like, clubs? Are they unsensing? Or is it just a bar? The word frequently is what's getting to me. I yeah. get that, like, occasional, like, go to a club. Like, I want that with my girls sometimes. We really yeah. get a little rowdy, but no. It's like every Saturday night you're no. going to, no, I don't no, even no. know. I can't give an example. I don't like, even know either, bad. honestly. We're each <laughs> yeah. that, that's a no for me. <laughs> they don't return their shopping cart. 
<laughs> um, well, that's your question. Shit. Um, <laughs> like, <sighs> is that so random? I think here's the thing. I feel like most people don't do this. My whole life, I've made a point to. Mm, you're you're a good you're a good Samaritan. Like those little things. Like I argued with Jake the other day about breaking down boxes in our basement of our building. I, it's funny. I brought a box to my basement. And I didn't break it down. I thought about how inconsiderate that was of me. I will. Like I spent 15 minutes breaking down boxes this morning because <laughs> there was so much shit in this apartment. I'm like, nope, got to make it look a little bit more normal yeah. and sane in here. And I, but I, I took the time to break down every box. That's like a horrible no, thing nice. for somebody to have to do. Yeah. No, and like, there is literally a sign that says like, please break down the boxes. And I'm, I'm like, inspired. I'm going to break down my boxes. Don't. So I always try and like return shopping carts. Even sometimes I'll be at rest. I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like stack the plates to like help this. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> okay, so I'm weird, but I think it's like, it's not a red flag. It's just like, it's the same thing with like being rude to wait staff. Like, be a little nice. No, that's different. Okay, fine. You're that's right, because that's so a person. Different. You're right. Person fine. I take it back. Statement retracted cart. completely. <laughs> person versus shopping cart. <laughs> fine. Um, I wouldn't say it's a red flag or a deal breaker. I don't think that's me, because I can't remember the last time I like, <laughs> like, I, my mind went to like being an Armonk, like yeah. in, a, in a parking lot. To Chico's. To Chico's. Ugh. I don't know if I would return the shopping cart, but like if I'm in Wegmans, which I love now, I don't know, actually. I don't know. I don't like this question. <laughs> <laughs> um, Next. All right. I'll dip my toe. Um, What's a funny red flag from a past date? I think just talking about your exes a lot on dates. Mm-hmm. I've had that a few times where I think it's normal to talk about like past relationships and whatnot. But early on, I think it's it could be a little meh. Yeah. I or think- or it, it's a certain t- degree of like you can talk about like, oh, I last time I was in a relationship was X years ago. But it's the after part to that statement that yeah. can be a red flag where it's like, why are you still talking about it? Yeah, like I don't care about like Betsy. Yeah, for example, I don't know who Betsy is. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think I, I actually I do like, and I am a big proponent for talking about your past relationships on dates. Totally. I think you learn a lot about the other other person, what they're looking for, what their intentions are. But again, it, it depends the context and how frequently you're bringing it right. up, and and the tone, the that tone, yeah, a hundred percent. So I think it's I'd say indifferent. Yeah, could be a red flag. Oh, I forgot indifference an option. Indifference an option. Shopping cart. I'm indifferent. When Carly and I play this, we have added our own category of annoying. Okay. <laughs> we're like, it's not I'm a red flag. It's, I'm going to pick that one up. It's just annoying. <laughs> right. I'm going to pick that one up. They don't get along with your friends. No. That's a deal breaker. Yeah. No, no. Aligned. Yeah. It's actually interesting, though, because my past relationships, and it's also they were in college, so like that was like, I feel like eons ago, but I've never really dated someone that my friends, I would say, truly loved being around Mm. like my high school boyfriend but that's different that was like so long ago um but yeah I've never also the like the guy my last boyfriend was older so he wasn't even in college when I was there so I've never really had that experience where my friends are like fucking stoked that I'm with this person and like want to be around them which is what I want. Yeah. That that I is worth it's like the most out. important thing ever. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Honestly, my friends are the biggest critics. Like whenever I bring someone around, I'm gonna be sweating, like shaking in my boots because <laughs> they're gonna be critics for sure. Do you wait longer to introduce them to your friends because of that? Or would I, you? I can't I don't I haven't introduced my friends to someone in a very long time. Especially because there's just been no one yeah really noteworthy for me really get to that point yeah um it just depends on the person like I've had guys where I've they've met my family way too quickly and I've met yeah. their family way too quickly and it's just you learn over yeah, time you learn what's right not what's right over wrong but what's right for you and Correct. what's wrong for you and what's right in each situation totally yep totally right. few more okay they travel weekly for work so this I'm indifferent about this um I think when it comes to work that's something a partner has to be very understanding. I think you have to be comfortable enough in your relationship where you're okay with it. I mean, look, do I want my partner traveling every single week? No, I want to spend time with them, but I would never ever bicker or start an issue around something that's work related. Like I think if a guy's canceling on a date, for example, because they're staying late in the office, like 
I honestly praise that. I'm like, work, like good for you. Like yeah. do your thing, start your career, be successful. So I'm really indifferent about that. Like, would I yeah. want that? Probably not. But would I not date someone because of it? No. No. Yeah, I agree. I think for me, it's it's my own anxieties that I have to manage. Yeah. Somebody actually wrote in on a an AMA last week asking why women think it's a red flag if mm. a guy travels for work weekly. And I was like, I don't necessarily think I did pull it. And it was like 80% didn't actually think it was a red flag. But I was yeah. like, I don't think it's necessarily that women think it's a red flag. I think some think it might get in the way of you building a relationship. Or, Which I agree. Like for me personally, in my experience, like I was always worried. My thing was when I was dating, I needed to know when I was going to see somebody next. Mm-hmm. And the same way. so it would have interrupted like, oh, well, maybe we can only see each other once a week. Yeah. Or what if we have a great date and then the week starts and they travel and we don't have a plan set. Like, yeah, I I'm going to overthink and spiral. I'm the same way. I like it's an interesting like it's interesting to hear your side because I'm also someone who very much likes to have a plan like yeah. the week before. Like I'm, I, I like the sporadic plans and whatnot too, but I, if I'm into someone, I like to know I going know. into the week that like we're seeing each yes. other. So that's an interesting take too. And I, I hear yeah. and respect that, but I think it's like, I, I've, I've heard of scenarios where people are like, Oh, like screw that. Like he's just so busy with work. And I'm like, no, like we're all busy with work. We're all he's busy. Just dedicated to it and right. has to go somewhere right. else for it. But it'll yeah. come back. No, I'm very, like receptive to to your response to on that last one their texts are green oh that's just like so annoying (laughs) it's annoying that's (laughs) definition of the annoying category like i want to know when it's delivered yeah annoying category category. that like defines annoying i can't even explain why it also messes with group chats it does i'm in a group chat right now work group chat and someone's green and i'm like one of my brothers it's tough Mm, jail for your brother Yeah. Not good. But those phones are so much better. I wish we all would just do it. Well, it's funny because I went into Verizon. And I was like thinking about getting the new phone just for camera purposes yeah. for work. And I was like, well, does it have a better camera? He's like, well, then don't get an iPhone. I'm like, that's yeah. not what I asked you. I know. I'm it's sticking. so annoying. Not, you're not going to catch me with a Sammy Samsung. So annoying. Okay. <laughs> well, that was where do you draw the line? I love that game. Guys, get it for your dates. It's really fun. That was um, really fun. It was. Where can I get this? WDYDTL.com. Okay. I'm going to need you to. Yeah, it's, so it's where do you draw the line? Oh, so okay, wdydtl.com. <laughs> okay. Um, and code Alana for 20% off. <gasps> Love that. A little influencer you. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Well, I have one last question for you. Okay. Get ready. I'm pumped. Wait, first check if there are any oh, more red yeah. flags. Come on, friends. Don't disappoint me. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> There's a lot of scrolling happening. <laughs> okay. Wait, this is hard. Wait, all I can think about is when you were reading Come As You Are and the little boy asked you what you were reading. (laughs) That's a different story. I was reading this book called Come As You Are, which is about like the female. It literally is exactly what it sounds like. Like come as you are. (laughs) And I was sitting outside of Starbucks and this little boy comes up to me with his grandma or whatever and goes, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm reading. And he goes, what are you reading? I was like, it's a book. (laughs) I'm And literally the cover is like a gaping vagina. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, let's see. Um kids are so funny. Remy says no filter, blessing and a curse. Your Your mom probably knows about your sex life. <laughs> That's not a red flag. It just means we're close. Um That's a good card yeah, for them to throw yeah. on there. These are these are honestly nice, but this goes oh. back to what I was saying. Like you need your alone time sometimes. Like yeah. that's not a red flag. I think everyone does. I and think your it's routine, great. not red flags, but facts. You're a teen. Your routine. Oh, <laughs> I'm a teen. <laughs> your family will know every single thing. That could be a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. That could be a red flag. I definitely, that's so my family and I are open books. I love that though. Um, yeah. It's, it's a blessing and a curse because if I get, you know, attached to someone, they're attached 10 times harder. Mm. So it's like if something ends, like yeah. it ends for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's a breakup for the crevasse. That's, that's tough. Yeah. We that's mourn tough. together. <laughs> well, at least you have each other. Yeah. At least you yeah. have each other. Okay. What is the best piece of dating or relationship advice you've ever received? Um, That's a really spectacular question. I would say, and I stand by this so holy I think everyone is on their own timeline and I mentioned this briefly before but do not compare yourself to anyone else I think you know I'm entering an age and you're in the same age where like everyone's 
getting engaged or getting into relationships and moving in with their significant others. And it can be really hard to not compare yourself to them. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, everyone is on their own timeline and you can't force something just to fit into other people's timelines. It's you have to follow your own journey, whatever as like cheesy as that is. And that everything truly does happen for a reason and things will fall into the place when it's meant for you, not on someone else's timeline. I love that. I could yeah. not agree more. It's beautiful. That was deep. It was. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we took took the plunge on our own. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This was so fun. So fun. Where can everybody find you? Oh my God. I'm on Instagram, I guess. Yeah. And on Hinge. Yeah. <laughs> um, Danny Cruvette. <laughs> Danny Cruvette is my name. Um, DNK Creative is my business. I created the Instagram, but I haven't Proud posted yet. That's okay. Baby steps. Um, but this was so fun. Thank this you. This was so fun. Can I hug you? Yeah, yeah. Guys, if you yeah. see her on Hinge, um, <laughs> I'm gonna have an updated profile. Tell her if what you'll do with the spider or not do. Yeah. Or what you'll do instead of killing a spider for her. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> let, let a girl know, please. Let us know. <laughs> Thanks for listening, daters. I hope today's episode made you feel just a little bit less alone out there, no matter what your status might be. Give your finger a break from swiping and hit that follow and review button instead. And if you have any burning questions or want to share your own dating horror stories, reach out to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, keep on seeing other people. Mads, I am obsessed with our brand pillars. You mean vagina sweat, good branding, and being Jewish-blooded queens, Scout? Uh, sure, but not quite. I love that OKSIS podcast and our sisterhood is made up of women who are down for main character energy only, who take care of their mental health, and who are standing in their personal power as entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. That too, Scout. That too. We should probably introduce ourselves. Hello, everyone. I am Mads. And I am Scout. And we are sisters IRL. Join us on OKSIS Podcast every Monday for some sisterly banter, nourishing mental health, a whole lot of silliness, and inspiring interviews from the raddest female guests in the game. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood!